What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is your boy HQ420 here. I want to welcome everybody back to another episode of Inside the Cube. Hope y'all had a fantastic week last week. Man, bud. I mean, the plate, the, the cup over overrunneth, okay? And then what they say, the cup overrunneth. We had a lot of news go down last week, but I almost I, it's too much to cover. I would need a daily show to cover all of it. I ain't gonna lie to you. Your boy would need a daily show. I need an hour and a half to two hour segment daily show to, to, to keep everybody up to date with everything that's going on. I do my best uh, that I possibly can with the time that is allotted. And uh, I went over quite a bit of things this week on my YouTube channel, especially with the, uh, the uh, potential changing of the definition of if you're fully cleansed or not and how that may. And uh, hold on, not it will. As soon as boosters become available for all change. So uh, everybody, everybody get ready. Get ready for that. Okay. Get ready for that. Uh, also, we've seen at Southwest Airlines um, that they've actually dropped their mandate. I think Delta dropped drop theirs as well. They're dropping theirs out. And, uh, of course, uh, obviously it wasn't the weather. It wasn't the weather out there in Southwest because before they were, they were going to put, uh, you know, the uncleansed on leave. Oh, yeah, we're putting y'all on leave, unpaid leave at that. And then it went from that to like, hey, but, uh, yeah, we just dropping it all together. Because from what I understood, man, they lost $75 million quick, fast, and in a hurrah. You see, but if you band together, that is the premise. If you band together, you can get some things done. But dang, Bo, divide it, you fall. One man goes in there, they can strike one man down. Or woman, <laughs> but if you come in there as a unit, then hey, but that's something different to deal with. Uh, so we had that. We had the Loudoun County stuff going on with them trying to cover up a rape uh, of a of a young lady out there, and the dad getting PO'd about it. And then you got Merrick Garland up there. He gets questions, say, "Hey, man, did you know about this?" And he's like, "Man, I ain't never heard the story." It's like, Bo, you supposed to be on your toes when it comes to stuff like this, man. Stop. Damn Loudon County trying to cover up some old some old dude out here faking thinking he, uh faking being a woman going in there and raping raping little girls. It's like Bo, man, this is some nonsense. I just what I try to tell people the whole time, that whole transgender stuff, all that's gonna happen, you're gonna have a whole bunch of freaks out there be trying to go in there and get them a quick feel. 
But uh, beyond this intro right here, what we're going to be looking at uh, this particular episode of Inside the Cube is pretty much going to be the, uh, well, actually, this what's what I'm dedicating this whole episode to, except the, uh, the uh, best clip, worst clip at the end of the uh, show, which we do all the time. I- I'm putting this whole episode towards the new NIH um, leak about the gain of function. Uh, and come to find out that maybe they did fund a little bit of the gain of function research. I mean, just maybe. Maybe there's a document that came out that said, yeah, we forgot about that. That little bit of money we gave this certain organization to uh, do our bidding, and we forgot what, what bidding they were doing. But now, you know, it. Y- y'all brought something up in our mind. You made us remember it. Dang, Bo, it took us a while. It took us a year, year and a half, year and seven months. But hey, bud, somebody said better late than never. And yes, the NIH released a a document stating that yeah, Eco Health Alliance they did do a little gain of function research on coronaviruses. But before we get into said document, I just want to go back to what uh the exchange that Dr. Fauci and Rand Paul had in July of this year, uh, in front of God and all. It's supposed to be uh, uh was it a uh, the oath <laughs> under oath that's what it is and i ain't talking about the heavy metal band either okay uh fauci's supposed to be under oath you know no lying taking place but we're gonna listen to uh, a little bit of the exchange it's about five minute clip so we're gonna go ahead and let that clip play out right now dr fauci knowing that it is a crime to lie to congress do you wish to retract your statement of may 11th where you claimed that the nih never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain-of-function. So what was, let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its yeah, transmissibility yeah. to humans, right. you're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH. one person. Let's read from the NIH definition of gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increased their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's a dance and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And let's let Dr. Fauci. I have to, well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. if it did come can, from the lab, but you, all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab, you, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the right. lab, including yourself. I totally This committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments, 
that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is, one is molecularly. That those virus caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That you is can't not. Get away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator you Paul's are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. Those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. No one's saying caused the pandemic. Paul, we're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were they're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you, you admit the truth. And you implying... Senator Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come before this committee to respond. And, and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual I totally resent and that. Have and if anybody and is lying been. here, Senator, it is you. So there it is right there. Okay, so so Fauci went there and spewed all that. And and the thing is, is that Rand Paul was sitting there and he said, hey, bud, I ain't over here saying that, you know, what happened right now is because of that said research. But I'm just saying that, hey, y'all did do gain-of-function research. But Fauci kept coming back to this one, and he was very defensive. You see how defensive he was? Man had his paws up. I mean, <laughs> man came with vigor. And, you know, usually when folks come with so much vigor like that, you know why? It's because they caught in a lie. They ain't no doubt about it, okay? They are caught all up in a lie. He's like, damn, bro. The, the, the... <laughs> <laughs> the cat is out of the bag. Ain't that the statement? I told you I'm bad with say, uh, uh, sayings. Y'all let me know if I did that right, okay? The cat's out of the bag. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, you, you ain't leaving me much places to run. I got, I got to get loud out here. Let me get loud. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> Maybe that'll help. But let's go over this, uh, this uh, document right here. Uh, this is directly from NIH. This came out last week. Documentation, okay? And uh, this is uh, to the Honorable James Conner. This was on October 20th, 2021, the year of our Lord. But to the Honorable James Conner, Ranking Member, Committee on Oversight and Reform, U.S. House of Representatives, Washington, D.C., 25151. I want to give you the full breakdown, okay? <laughs> and this is from the NIH, Bethesda, Maryland. 2892. Let you know it ain't no BS. All right. And it says, Dear Representative uh, Comer. Uh, I think I said Connor earlier. It was Comer. <laughs> That's my bad, guys. Boy, sometimes some M's look like two N's, but when you're sitting there looking at it, got too far away. I may need glasses. Probably not. But uh, it just blurred together. But anyway, thank you for your continued interest in the work of the NIH. I'm writing today to provide additional information and documents regarding the NIH's grant to Eco Health Alliance INC. Now, the Eco Health Alliance, from what we're what we're finding out right now, uh, got the grant from the NIH, and then from the uh, and then from that, it used it to uh, to actually send those funds to the Wuhan lab. So 
it is important to state that the outset, uh, at the outset, that the published genomic data demonstrate that the bat coronaviruses study under the NIH grant to Eco Health Alliance (INC) and subaward to the Wuhan Institute of Virology are not and could not have become SARS-CoV-2. Both the progress report and the analysis attached here confirm that conclusion as the sequences of the viruses are genetically very distant. Well, look, bud, here's what I'm going to say. You ain't supposed to be doing no gain-of-function research, no way. I mean, that stuff's supposed to be outlawed. You're supposed to be outlawed. You over here doing any gain of function research? So we ain't out here. We ain't out here trying to trying to split hairs out here. Oh well, you know this couldn't have been this and this couldn't have been that. Look, when y'all are doing the oversight of the data yourself, how do I know that you ain't lying? That's what your boy wants to know. How do I know that you're not lying? You see, you come out here. You got this well, uh, <laughs> this well written, uh, well written letter right here. It's single space too, bud. I mean, it's just double spaced in between the paragraphs. It's a single spaced paper, okay? I mean, just letting y'all know, hey, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we did some gain of function. But look, believe us, seeing how we've been lying this whole time, seeing how nobody would admit that they were doing gain of function research, that they had funded gain of function research, we want you to believe us now that that research did not lead to what we got going on right now. Okay, okay, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Totally believe y'all, but totally believe y'all. Man, come on, man. You think I'm just, uh, but you think I'm just gonna fall for this? Come on now. So let's keep going. Said uh, the fifth and final progress report for Grant R R zero one A I one ten nine sixty four awarded to God. What is man? What is that, man? Y'all ain't got that. Is this how y'all do grants? Man, oh. <laughs> Susie, go to the file cabinet. All right, let's go to the file cabinet. Find me Grant R01A123564. You'd be like, man, what is that? <laughs> man, we give so many grants, but we just got we got to file them like that. Uh, but it was awarded Echo Health Alliance. It's attached with redactions only for personal identifi identifiable information. This progress report was submitted to NIH in August of 2021 in response to NIH's compliance enforcement efforts. It includes data from a research project conducted during the 2018-2019 grant period using bat coronavirus genome sequences already existing in nature. Now hold on a second now. 2018-2019, then right on the helm of that, 2020, we get the SARS-CoV-2. Come on now. And you gonna hit your boy up with like, oh man, but hey, believe us now, believe us, believe us. What we were working on was not the SARS-CoV-2. It was something else that might end up mutating into the SARS-CoV-2. Then <laughs> y'all tell me y'all got the stuff mutates. You know what y'all told me? Mutation. I mean, just let your boy know. I'm just trying to figure the thing out. That's it. I'm just trying to figure it out. I mean, <laughs> it said the limited experiment described in the final progress report provided by Eco Health Alliance was testing if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor in a mouse model. Why are you trying to figure it out? That's what I want to know. What's the purpose of you trying to figure it out? Let your boy know. 
what was uh, oh, you gonna find something new? Yeah, you found something new, all right. There ain't no doubt about that. <laughs> there ain't no doubt about that. Now they had these mice out here that they were growing human like lungs in them. And look, Bo, we're doing all kind of crazy shit right now, okay? There's all kind of crazy studies going on all over the place. I'm pretty sure they got some folks housed up somewhere that they're doing some crazy studies too. So uh this it this isn't uh what oh, this isn't surprising, let's say that. But it says all of the aspects of the mice, including the immune system, remain unchanged. Uh-huh. I I I I I bet they were. Man, I seen something else where they said they were growing they had the mice in there with human-like lungs in them. Come on now. Oh, everything else, all the other aspects of the mice were, they, they were in change, okay? <laughs> uh, I hear you. This is in this limited experiment. Laboratory mice affected with the SHC014WIV1 bat coronaviruses became sicker than those affected with the W1V1 bat coronaviruses. So the one that they went in there and modified it made it where it did bind to and make the mice become sick. But the natural one, it didn't. Okay, well, good. Stop right there. That's it. Just stop. Destroy the samples. Hey, document is a, hey, all right, cool. Uh, we know, <laughs> if we see this, it can happen. But no, we got to keep going further, right? We got to keep going further because, hey, this is in the name of science, and we got to be scientific. It says, as sometimes occurs in science, this was the unexpected result of the research as opposed to something that the researchers set out to do. What do you mean? What do you mean unexpected? Oh, can we read the, read the first one? Was testing if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor. Okay. When you say that, when it binds to it, what do we know about coronaviruses in nature? All right? Uh, especially the human ones, the, the ones that affect humans, that they make people sick. So what do you mean that <laughs> that this was unexpected? Damn, Bo, we didn't expect it to make nothing sick. Shit. That's what you were trying to do the research on. And you're going to tell me that you weren't trying to do it. My goodness. Regardless, the virus is being studied under under this grant were genetically very distant from SARS-CoV-2. How I know that? How I know? I, I, oh boy, they way different. They way different. What y'all do with those? What you, what, what, what you, what you do with, with, with those samples? Where are those samples at? They ain't gonna slip out, are they? I mean... Let your boy know. I'm just trying to figure the thing out. I don't. We don't need them to slip out, you know. Next, come on now. They genetically very distant. I got you. So this is the research plan was reviewed by the NIH in advance of funding, and NIH determined that it did not, uh, did not, that it did not to fit. <laughs> That's a poorly written statement right there. NIH determined that it did not to fit. The definition of research involving enhanced pathogens of pandemic potential because these bat coronaviruses have not been shown to infect humans. But you just you just told me that you were trying to see if the spike protein would attach to the ACE2 receptor, which uh, the human ACE2 receptor, and it ended up attaching and making some of the some of the mice sick. So I mean, you're like, 
how you contra you contradicting yourself on what your research was. You were trying to see what would make something sick. When you knew it wasn't going to make nothing sick beforehand. That's why you were modifying it. Hence, pathogens of pandemic potential. Dang, boo. You enhancing a pathogen. My goodness, man. This is as such the research was not subject to departmental review under the HHS P3CO framework. Oh, so you just give somebody some dust and they just go do whatever they want to do. We ain't going to review it. We ain't going to look into it. We ain't going to worry about it. Man, they told us they were doing the right thing. And you see, we just believe them, okay? Hey, man, what y'all do with that money? Hey, none of your business, man. We out here trying to do gain of function. Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> we're going to let the thing ride out. We're going to let it ride out because that's what we like to do. We like to let that thing ride right on out. It said, however, out of an abundance of caution and as an additional layer of oversight, language was included in the terms and conditions of the grant awarded to EcoHealth to outline criteria for a second rev secondary review, such as requirement that the grantee report immediately a log, a one log increase in growth. And then it says, uh, these measures would prompt a secondary review to determine whether the research aims should be reevaluated or new biosafety measures should be enacted. Well, uh, yeah, you just you made something that, that didn't bind normally to the ACE2 receptor in humans. You made it where it did bind to it. So, yeah, maybe you need to put some more safeties in measure. And let's get serious now. Um, we know a whole lot of this stuff was going on in North Carolina as well with Ralph Barrick and one of the, was it the Wee woman? Uh, that was at North Carolina with Ralph Barrett also uh, had ties to the Wuhan Institute, and she went back to it. So I believe they were they were working on this for a while. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just pop up overnight, and it's just kind of funny. You know, they gave him the grant, and then in 2018, 2019, they made the stuff. They ended up making a mice sick, and then in you know October of 2019, uh, they run the uh, event 201. And then in January of 2021, uh, you know, China has a little bit of outbreak. And in March of 20, what did I say? No, I said January 20. It's January 2020, not January 2021. <laughs> That's my bad, guys. But then in March of 2020, then all hell breaks loose. And we run into the shit show that we're in right now. I mean, come on now. New biosafety managers. Obviously, man, from what I seen, from what, uh, what was it, uh, Tantral said, oh, yeah, but lab leaks happen all the time. But, I mean, it's just something that, just something you got to deal with. But I'm just like, happens all the time. Gotcha, gotcha. That <laughs> says, EcoHealth failed to report this finding right away, as was required by the terms of the grant. EcoHealth is being notified that they have five days from the day to submit to NIH any and all unpublished data from the experiments and work conducted under this award. Additional compliance efforts continue. There it is. It's like, oh yeah, we're going to come in here. We're going to act like we're putting our foot down. We're putting our foot down. It's like, man, we need to see the data. We need to see it now. Okay? And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> like, oh man, don't you like, don't you like the tone that they're coming with on that? And coming with a sincere tone. So we're trying to get to the bottom of it, okay? That's what we're trying to do around here. 
<laughs> they ain't getting in a bombing. Man, they know what they were doing out there the whole time. You mean to tell me you gave some folks some money and you ain't got no clue what they're doing? Man, stop, bro. I mean, folk, folk gonna have to, it's going to have to be more of a noble lie than that. So uh, I'm going to take a, a short intermission. We'll be right back, and we'll continue with more of this gain-of-function nonsense. All right, guys, welcome back in Inside the Cube with your boy HQ420, and we're going to continue on this NIH gain-of-function extravaganza, okay? Uh, we're going to try to finish off this document right here. Uh, the, from the last part, we were speaking about uh, the NIH. They, they came out there, and they, they were putting their foot down. They were letting folks know, say, hey, look, man, I'm, I'm going to need I'm gonna need to see all the data that y'all had on what y'all were doing, and I need to see it now or else, okay? <laughs> That's what they tell us, said, or else. Like, or else what? I mean, let me know. Yeah, here you got that. It said we're putting our foot down. But uh, to finish out, it said the second document is a genetic analysis demonstrating that the naturally occurring bat coronavirus is used in experiments under the NIH grant uh, from 2014 to 2018 are decades removed from SARS-CoV-2 evolutionary. What you mean? They said a decade removed. That's man, they ain't even in the same stratosphere. Okay? They ain't even on the same planet. Alright? It's like from two different planets. <laughs> it said the analysis compares the sequence relationship between SARS CoV 1, the cause of SARS outbreak in 2003, SARS CoV 2, the cause of COVID 19 pandemic, the WIV 1. A naturally occurring bat coronavirus is used in experiments funded by the NIH. A rat G13, one of the closest bat coronaviruses relatives to SARS-CoV-2, collected by Wuhan Institute of Virology, and the Bonnell, that's B-A-N-A-L 52, one of several bat coronaviruses recently identified from bats living in caves and labs. Labs? What are we talking about labs for? Man, they're just they're taking you way out somewhere else. I said, man, I don't want to hear nothing about no layers. <laughs> Come on, man. They said, while it might appear that the similarity of the RATG13 and the BANAL52 bat coronaviruses to SARS-CoV-2 is close because it overlaps by 96 to 97%, experts agree. Oh, Lord, experts agree. Which experts? I mean, that's what we're trying to figure out. Which experts is that? Experts agree. Is it the experts from the faction? Are they faction tested, faction approved experts? I mean, come on, man. Man, it's, oh, man. Experts from the faction agree to, hey, but these things, man, they ain't got nothing to do with each other. Believe us on that, okay? <laughs> uh, we got plenty of experts, too. It said that even these viruses are far too divergent to have been the uh, progenitor or the protege of SARS-CoV-2. For comparison, today's human genome is 96% similar to our closest ancestor, the chimpanzee. Oh, Lord, they're going to start talking about damn chimps. It's like, Bo, we ain't talking about no damn chimps, man. I mean, <laughs> man, you see... Whenever some folks get caught in some stuff, they they go and they 
They go when they try to go way out on some other type of tangent, okay? They go, it's just like, oh, man, so let's compare ourselves to the chimp. It's like, well, damn, bro, we know we ain't a monkey. I mean, shit, man. I mean, <laughs> well, damn, but you seen a monkey. You seen a human. We know we ain't a monkey, dog. And that's what they bring up. You see, they always go way out there to something, to something that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. It says, humans and chimpanzees are thought to have diverged approximately six million years ago. Man, what the hell? Six million? Man, I guess, man. <laughs> oh, boy, I don't believe that whole nonsense. No way, man. I'm coming up, damn chimpanzee. Man, I ain't. You got to come, you got to come uh, to me with something better than that. I mean, I can't. If that's the case, why ain't I see? Why ain't I seen no monkeys evolve right now, bud? That's all I'm. That's all I'm trying to figure out. Why did the some of the monkeys say, "Nah, bud, I'm good on evolution. I ain't gonna. I ain't, I ain't got that kind of time on my hands. Evolution, y'all boys out there trying to evolve. Uh, we can't be doing nothing like that." <laughs> It's like, come on, man. I mean, this stuff is... Man, you just sit there and they just try to cover a lie with another lie, bud. It's just a lie with a lie. And it's ridiculous. And I just don't see how more people don't, don't figure this thing out. That it's like, hey, man, these folks are flat out lying to you, dog. That's just all he is to it. Who we finish up so the analysis uh, attached uh, confirms that the back coronavirus study under the Eco Health Alliance grant could not have been the source of SARS-CoV-2 and the COVID-19 pandemic. If you or your staff have questions, NIH, NIH will be pleased to brief you on these documents. I bet you got the documents. I can't get the documents. I got you. I got you. You got the documents. I can't get any documents. But look, I mean, they just throwing this back on Eco Health Alliance, okay? They throwing it back on Dazic. They're like, look, man, Dazic, he ain't, he ain't report, he ain't report his data. We need him to report. Well, if that stuff that he had reported, how do I know that some of that stuff that he's not reported ain't got a little bit to do with this uh this SARS-CoV-2? And let's say that he does report some of the SARS-CoV-2 stuff. How do I know that y'all are gonna y'all are gonna put it out for everybody to see? That's what I want to know. How do, how do I know that, y'all, that it's not going to be redacted? Let your boy know. How do I know that y'all not going to redact the stuff? Now, on the heels of this, um, the NIH is trying to, uh, they're trying to uh, change the definition of gain of function. You see, you got to watch these people. They're trying to change the definition. You're like... What's up with everybody changing the definition? Don't you find that suspicious? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Isn't it a little suspicious? The vaccine change, herd immunity change, shit. What a man and a woman is change. I mean, you just like, man, all this stuff changing all of a sudden. And it's just all of a sudden. They won't know. Well, I don't know. I guess they can say that they that the consensus, uh, it was the consensus of the experts on this. But uh, 
But right after this, right after the release of this paper right here, right after the whole world found out that, hey, but the gain-of-function research, oh, it's a real thing. And Fauci just straight up got up there and lied. He just straight up got up there and lied. Well, no, what he tried to do, let's get this right. Was, oh, well, what they were doing had nothing to do with uh, with this particular pandemic. I mean, if you say so. Yeah, if you say so. But uh, let's see what they got up here. Um, Gain-of-function research. Regularly occur, uh, well, let me see what this is right here. It says, for those that don't know, this is how NIH defined gain-of-function on the website until October 19th. 2021. So, of course, that document came out on October the 20th. But, uh, what's it? Uh, regularly occurring nature, some mutations in nature can cause pathogens to gain new functions or enhance existing characteristics such as fitness or pathogenicity ability to cause disease. We have seen many examples of that with SARS CoV 2 since the pandemic, since the beginning of the pandemic. So, let's go right here. Let's read the gain-of-function research. So the term gain-of-function research describes the type of research that modifies a biological agent so that it confers new or enhanced activity to that agent. Some scientists use the term broadly to refer to any such modification. However, not all research described as gain-of-function entails the same level of risk. Why would you want to take any risk at all? That's what, I mean, if, I mean, if stuff's not occurring, you see, nature's going to take care of itself. Nature won't wipe out the whole planet. It won't do it. Man, we had the Black Death, though. And that's because of sanitation conditions. And I'm going to tell you right now, the better your sanitation conditions, usually the the, the less uh, disease you have. That's just all there is to it. But uh, it says, for example, research that involves the modification of bacteria to allow production of human insulin or the altering of the genetic program of immune cells and uh, CART cell therapy to treat cancer generally be considered low. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, good God, but it threw me off with the way they had it up here. Will be considered low. Okay. Uh, now they say right up here. Now it looks like this section was deleted and the page was edited within two to three days. It says regularly occur in nature. Some mutations in nature can cause pathogens to gain new function or enhance existing characteristics such as fitness or pathogenicity. Alright, and I think that's the same statement as I say before. So that statement stays the same and then but then then they change it to EPP research. And it says right up here, on limited occasions when justified by compelling public health need and conducted in very high biosecurity laboratories, NIH has supported certain research that may be reasonably anticipated to create, transfer, or use potential pandemic pathogens resulting from the enhancement of a pathogen's transmissibility and or virulence to humans. The U.S. government and the Department of Health and Human Services define such research as enhanced potential pandemic pathogen research. NIH-supported EPPP research requires strict oversight and may only be conducted with appropriate biosafety and biosecurity measures. This research can help us understand the fundamental nature of a human pathogen. So, it just went and switched what it is. Hell, it ain't even gaining function no more. It's called EPP research. EPPP. <laughs> Enhanced potential pandemic pathogen research. So, it's just like, 
Man, you this is this goes all over the place and you can't you can't keep up with it. And they know you that most people can't keep up with it. Just because you ain't got that much time in the day. Let's get honest. You don't have that much time in the day. And they can go in here and they can change the definitions and things of that nature. And people won't know the difference. That's the whole premise. People won't know the difference. Because they won't have time to scrub through all the stuff. Scrub through, uh, the, what's it, what do they call it? The time machine. The, the pick up with the, what the boys had just said a few days ago. A few months ago. A year ago. So things get lost over time. And then people just think, oh, well, that's the way it always was. So they out here, they out here changing, changing the definition of gain of function research, changing it com completely. Gain of function, my, <laughs> I guess it, I guess it sounds too, uh, sounds too harsh. E P P P. That sounds a little bit better. Gain of function sounds like, man, we might be doing something a little dirty. All right. <laughs> We, we might be doing something that, that 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 ain't that great for all, so we we're gonna we're gonna change the name of it. Let's let's do that because that makes sense. It's like ah, when you call it gain of function, boy, people people got their nose got their nose like squared up. They're like, mm. it's like they smelled a fart in the room. <laughs> it's a, man, don't call don't call it gain of function, man. It's like a turd in the room. You're like ah. Man, that's a bad word. And we don't like bad words around here, okay? <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna take a short intermission. When we come back, uh the Eco Health Alliance has thrown the NIH over the bus, uh claiming a massive cover up. Uh master, massive <laughs> cover up. And then of course, uh Fauci, he's refusing to budge when he's confronted about the NIH le NIH letter. So uh, we're going to take a short intermission, and we'll be back right here in a moment. All right, guys, welcome back in Inside the Cube with your boy HQ420. We are back on this NIH cover-up extravaganza because that's what it is. It is a flat-out cover-up. It's a flat-out lie. These boys were out there working on this nonsense, okay? Let's, let's, let's get... Let's, uh, that's, that's the whole thing we need to get from this. It's that both they out there, they trying to see how they can take a coronavirus that doesn't doesn't occur in humans and then make it where it does occur in humans. It's just all there is to it. It's oh man, let's see what we could do to, to make this occur in humans. And then they do it. You're like, Bo, I mean, this is the exact stuff they don't want you to be doing. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> now, EcoHealth, hey, they fired back. They say, look, man, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna stand by and just let our name get slandered, okay? You just ain't gonna slander us out here in the street. Just think we ain't gonna fire back at y'all. No, we coming with the damn heat, okay? We got heat too. <laughs> we stay strapped up as well. Don't think we don't carry don't tote our weapon with us. <laughs> Boy, 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 I tell you what. Now, as we've said in the previous two segments, the NIH is claiming that EcoHealth Alliance failed to report that they had actually created a chimeric uh, coronavirus that was able to infect humanized mice. All right. So that's the whole premise here. They were saying, hey, bud, uh, they're saying, man, they didn't. They didn't tell us 
that they had actually figured this thing out, worked it out to where it actually worked. That's the whole premise here. That's the whole that's the whole thing that the NIH is doing to try to cover their rear ends. They're like, hey, but if they'd have told us, then you know, we'd we'd have came in there and we'd have, we'd have put the we'd have put the boot down. We said, hey, but the buck stops here. <laughs> it's in the buck stops here. I mean, come on now. And then, of course, we talked about whether they need to see that unpublished data. We don't need y'all to be to have any more secrets. You've already had enough secrets. All right. <laughs> Boy, 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 boy. I tell you what. Now, the thing is, is that uh, according to Vanity Fair, EcoHealth Alliance did report their findings in a timely manner. It says these, uh, the data was reported as soon as we were made aware in our year four report in April of 2018. So, hey, bud. Uh, Eco Health Alliance said, "Hey, man, we told these fools what we're doing back in 2018. So let y'all know, hey, but hey, if we go, if the ship goes down, we going down together, okay? You ain't getting no life raft off this bitch, all right? <laughs> we go, we go into the depths together. Somebody said, somebody said you gotta die your own death. I said, yeah, I know. I'll be damned if I won't drag somebody right to hell with me. That's what they said." <laughs> Eco Health said, man, I ain't got no problem dragging some folks with me. Now, if that's true, then that whole exchange that Fauci had, you know, was a flat out lie. Fauci, you need to come out and you need to say, at, at, at that point in time, then yes, they were doing gain of function research, but the gain of function research they were doing didn't have anything to do with this said pandemic. But here's the problem. Is that if that's the case, then now you did something that was against the law. And this is something that was passed when Obama was in, in office about not doing gain-of-function research. You see what I'm saying? So now but now you, you're caught between a, a rock and a dick, all right? <laughs> Both of them hard, too, all right? <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what you caught in between. And so now, so now you've got a you've got a whole lot of a you got a whole lot of answers, uh, or a whole lot of questions you need to answer. And they have a uh, right up here a couple of um of uh, key points from Glenn Greenwald, and he says, uh, if as NIH claims, Fauci didn't know Eco Health was violating the limits of the grant by making back coronaviruses more contagious. That's malfeasance. But how credible is it that Fauci didn't find out given all the political pressure around this? And exactly, here's what I, my, my whole premise on this is that they were acting like the whole gain of function stuff, like it won't even a thing. And then all of a sudden last week, they're like, man, damn, Bo. Man, we forgot about that damn sheet of paper that we had stuffed in that one filing cabinet way in the back. It was kind of crumpled up, you know, and, uh, and we we didn't think it was anything important. Then somebody uncrumpled it and read it. So, oh, God, Eco Health Alliance. That's right. We did give them some money for gain of function, didn't we? Oh, oh, it's not gain of function anymore. It's E P P P. That's that's our bad. We don't do gain of function. We do E P P P though. I mean, so it's just like 
Man, it's hard for me to believe that y'all just now found that sheet of paper crumpled up in, in the in the back of the filing cabinet. You know, sometimes sometimes filing paperwork, you file in the wrong place. You know, and if you can't quite get back to it, you might find it later and be like, dang, boy, they jog your memory. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Fauci didn't remember this at all. Seems something that, something that would be pretty important, all right? Be pretty important. But he just happened to forget it, all right? <laughs> now, Fauci act like he was in the dark. And look, Bo, if 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 you if you wanted to head honchos, how are you in the dark? I'm like, man, you shouldn't be. You should know what the money's being used for. You should not be in the dark. You should be the last guy in the dark. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, Glenn Greenwald goes on to um, goes on to say, "Here's the key unanswered question: The NIH admits that the research it funded uh, through EcoHealth under Fauci made back coronavirus is more contagious, but Fauci didn't lie because he didn't know until now. But EcoHealth insists Fauci knew all along because they told him and NIH. So there it is, bud." I mean, there it is. Now, this is from Vanity Fair. It's like, hey, man. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. I mean, these folks knew this for a long time. They didn't They didn't just figure it out. You know what I'm saying? They didn't just figure it out. Now, Vanity Fair connects more dots uh, than the mainstream outlets pretend don't exist. Name a revelation from a leaked grant proposal, which reveals that Dazic attempted to obtain DARPA funding for the kind of research that could accidentally have led to the pandemic. Now, it says right down here, as scientists remain in a stalemate over the pandemic's origins, another disclosure last month made clear that Eco Health Alliance, in partnership with the Wuhan Institute of Virology, was aiming to do the kind of research that could accidentally have led to the pandemic. On September 20th, a group of internet sleuths calling themselves Drastic, short for a decentralized radical autonomous search team investigating COVID-19, released a leak. $14 million grant proposal the Eco Health Alliance has submitted in 2018 to the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, which is DARPA. It proposed partnering with the Wuhan Institute of Virology and constructing SARS-related bat coronaviruses in which they would insert human-specific cleavage sites as a way to evaluate growth potential of pathogens. Perhaps not surprisingly, DARPA rejected the proposal assessing that they have failed to fully address the risk of gain-of-function research. So, hey, bud, hey, I mean, bud, that's, I mean, <laughs> that's just, I mean, that's out in the open right there. That's out in the open. Once again, conspiracy theories. The theory part is becoming extinct. It's like, bud. I mean, <laughs> it's it's an endangered species. We need to help it out. That's all I'm saying. We need to help it out. But I feel sorry for it. I mean, damn. Now, to this day, right now, Fauci still ain't budging. All right? He still ain't budging. He like, no, but <laughs> I ain't budging at all, okay? I got I, I look. I'm uh I'm 80 year old and I've never told a lie. 
and the Abraham Lincoln. In the Abraham Lincoln, they said that, said that he chopped down the cherry tree and never told a lie or something like that. Maybe that's George Washington. Shit, I don't know, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all let me know. <laughs> it was one of those guys. It was one of them, okay? Now, let's see what, uh, let's see if we can find up here, um, about what Fauci is saying. And, oh, they, I think they've actually got an interview up here with him. Let's see if we can listen to this interview right quick. The controversy over whether the U.S. was funding risky COVID research in Wuhan was kicked up again this week when the NIH released a letter about that research which showed that the subcontractor had not disclosed some results in a timely manner. Now, now some critics and analysts have seized on that to say you and others have misled the public about U.S. funding of this so-called gain-of-function research. The NIH says that's false. Our medical unit backs that up. But Senator Rand Paul stepped up that criticism in a new interview with Oxios on HBO. Let's play it. Dr. Fox, you should be fired by the president. Absolutely. The thing is, is just for lack of judgment of nothing else, you know, he's probably never going to admit that he lied. He's going to continue to dissemble and try to work around the truth and massage the truth. I want to give you the opportunity to respond to Senator Paul, but also yeah. explain what was the United States funding, what wasn't it funding, and why that's important. Well, I, I obviously totally disagree with Senator Paul. He's absolutely incorrect. Neither I nor Dr. Francis Collins, the director of the NIH, lied or misled about what we've done. Now, I'm going to pause that right quick. Now, I want you all to understand something. Francis Collins is resigning. Now... This kind of comes at a funny time. Is he resigning because he's just old as shit and said, hey, man, I, I, I've walked this road long enough? Or is, or is he resigning because, man, the, the damn, the, the hammer was about to come down? They said, man, some stuff about to get released. You see, that's what we don't know. We ain't got no clue. The framework under which we have guidance about the conduct of research that we fund, the funding at the Wuhan Institute was to be able to determine what is out there in the environment in bat viruses in China. And the reason... Well, what do you mean, what's out there? If... Can, can I understand something? If these bat viruses can't infect human cells, who gives a shit what's out there in them, okay? In a bat. That's what I'm saying. Who gives a damn? Who gives a damn? Bats are nasty creatures. Man, you don't need to make some stuff that they get, make it work, and transfer over to a human? Come on, man. I mean, studying about... What you studying the bat for? The bat's gonna be alright, bud. Search was very strictly under what we call a framework of oversight of the type of research. And under those conditions, which we've explained very, very clearly, does not constitute research of gain of function of concern. There are people who interpret it that way, Mm, gain of function of concern. Boy, I mean, he doesn't... You see, this is what I'm talking about, bud. They, <laughs> they'll take and they'll, they'll twist and turn this thing and they'll be like, you won't even know what they're talking about after a while. You'd be like, man, I don't even know what y'all are even talking about, man. I mean, at all. Now, I mean, it's gain of function of concern. One time it was some EPPP e and... <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you're like, man, damn it, boy. I mean, I just y'all got me confused, and so I'm just gonna stop listening. How about that? And I'm just gonna believe y'all, not me. 
and I know a whole lot of y'all that, that, that listen to me, y'all ain't just going to believe, believe whatever noble lie they tell you either. But when you look at the framework under which the guidance is, that is not the case. So I have to respectfully disagree with Senator Paul. He is not correct that we lied or misled the Congress. It's just not correct, uh, George. That's I'm sorry. Right, and it showed that what was being researched was very far from the COVID, the SARS-CoV virus. But it did show that the subcontractor yeah. did not re release some results in it. Man said it was very far. Man, I like it was in a, in a, in a different uh, different galaxy. I mean, come on, man. We at least in the same galaxy. Can we give it that? But no, they're going to discredit that. I mean, it's... <laughs> Manner. What did we learn from the letter? Does it show that some of the research we were funding was riskier than we know? No, it isn't. We, we knew what, 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 what the risk was and what the oversight is. Certainly, they should have put their progress report in in a timely manner. No denial of that. And there will be administrative uh, consequences of that. But one of the things that gets mixed up in this, George, and it really needs to be made clear, I mean, did he just say it won't risky? <laughs> Y'all help me out, man. Don't help me out. A coronavirus that doesn't affect humans. You make it to where it can affect the human, but that's not risky research. I'm just... It, it, it doesn't even make any sense, man. You just like... Okay, I got you. I got you. I hear what you're saying, but it's 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 bullshit, though. I mean, it's, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I'm calling it out to be what it is. It's bullshit. The American public, there's all of this concern about what's gain of function or what's not, with the implication that that research led to SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19, which George unequivocally. Anybody that knows anything about viral biology and phylogeny, phylogeny of viruses know that it is molecularly impossible for those viruses that were worked on to turn into SARS-CoV-2 because they were distant enough molecularly that no matter what you did to them, they could never, ever become SARS-CoV-2. And yet... Yeah, but you're, you're the one that's saying that, hey, man, that they didn't... <laughs> They didn't give us all the info of what they were doing. So how do you know what else they were doing out there? That's the real question. If you're saying that you didn't have all the info, then that means you didn't have all the info both ways. I mean, come on now. Man, they think when people dumb. talk about gain of function, they make that implication, which I think is unconscionable to do, to say, well, maybe that research led to SARS-CoV-2. You can ask any person of good faith who's a virologist, and they will tell you absolutely clearly that that would be molecularly impossible. So things are getting conflated, George, that should not be conflated. Dr. Fauci, thanks as always for your time and your information. Yeah, he was up here talking to damn Stropolopolis, Bo, and he's a punk bitch too. So, <laughs> so once again, Fauci over here, he trying he trying to cover up his back end. All right, he's covering up his whole back end. And it's just like, Bo, what what he's saying, it doesn't even make any sense, man. And that, that's that's my whole premise here. But they keep saying, oh, well, you know, we didn't know what they were working on. But now that we know what they were working on, ain't no way it can't that it happened to be uh, 
uh, that they created this particular virus. It's just like, well, you say you didn't know what they were working on, but then they gave you some information on what they were working on. But how do you know that they gave you all the information on what they were working on? That's all we want to know. You ain't got all the info, but you pretending that you do. So this is going to wrap up uh, this portion of the episode. When we come back, we're going to let the worst clip and the best clip of the week run out, and we're going to wrap up the episode. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be back right here in a moment. All right, guys. Welcome back in Inside the Key with your boy HQ420 here. We're going to let the uh, worst clip and the best clip run out this week uh, because I ran long, and I didn't even realize it, though. You talking about this gain and function stuff. We had a... Uh, <laughs> We had different clips and things of that nature, so I did run long on this one, and I didn't think I was going to because I didn't think I had that much to say about it, but obviously I did, okay? So stuff like that happened. So once again, I'm talking again. Look, uh, this first clip right here is old Pete Butter guy. He's coming fresh off his uh, two-month paternity leave because, you know, that's what he needed uh, for some reason, and uh, (laughs) during the middle of a a crisis as far as our uh, importation, and uh, goods and services, things of that nature. So he's going to let you know uh, about what's going on with our current supply chain disruption. Well, certainly a lot of the challenges that we've been experiencing this year will continue into next year, but there are both short-term and long-term steps that we can take to do something about it. Look, uh, part of what's happening isn't just the supply side, it's the demand side. Demand is off the charts. Retail sales are through the roof. And if you think about those images of uh, ships, for example, waiting at anchor on the West Coast, you know, every one of those ships uh, is full of record amounts of goods that Americans are buying uh, because demand is up, because income is up, uh, because the president has successfully guided this economy out of the teeth of a terrifying recession. Well, certainly a lot. But what is he talking about? Guided him out of the teeth of a recession. Man, what is is he on planet Earth? Y'all, y'all let me know, okay? Y'all got to let me know. I don't know what planet he's on. Oh, man, the reason we having some issues is because, uh, you know, <laughs> a whole lot of folk want to buy some stuff. It's like, man, stop, man. I, we ain't listening to that nonsense, man. Let me, let me get y'all to the best clip because it's pretty good. The new uh, Florida's new Surgeon General, uh, he's he's right there. He's in the same camp with DeSantis. Uh, he ain't budging. He ain't listening to the nonsense. He's following the actual science here, and his statements right here are spot on. So we got about a two minute segment from him. So we're gonna let that play out right now. You remember when people were telling you that these vaccines would stop transmission and the rates of protection were greater than ninety percent? Well, you know, guess what? Here we are about 10 months afterward, and we're finding that the data are showing that some of these vaccines, the protection from infection is less than 40%, and even less than that for some of them. As we now know, these vaccines are are not preventing transmission. So sure, they reduce the, uh, the likelihood of transmission, and even that is sort of questionable depending on how far out you go, but they're not preventing it. So this idea that, you know, I've heard some leaders say things like, you know, we'll create safe workplaces by mandating these vaccines. Well, they're really decoupled because 
the infections can still happen whether people are vaccinated or not. I mean, that's very obvious, you know. And you remember, these people were also telling you that all these breakthrough infections were rare. Well, they're obviously not rare. In fact, they're common. And so, and so that's the truth. So this idea that the, the vaccine mandates are needed to create safe workplaces is a complete lie. It's continued to be repeated, and you should know that it's not at all backed up by science. In fact, the science says something that's completely the opposite. So, and that's a fact. Part of the reason that people are not comfortable, some people are not comfortable with these vaccines, is because the climate of dishonesty, scientific dishonesty, about the science, right? Whether it's natural immunity, denial of that in the face of data, or in the case of the vaccines, open, honest discussions about both effectiveness and safety. There's been dishonesty around that. The reality of what, uh, what, how safe these vaccines are is, is absolutely not public. Healthy people who've had adverse reactions after the vaccines, there's, there's been a concerted effort to prevent these types of stories, these experiences from receiving the attention that they obviously should receive. It's, it's completely ridiculous. Americans can sense, many Americans can sense, that there's total dishonesty about the safety of the vaccines. That's one of the things the governor and I are going to work on. Yeah, exactly. Because there, there, there is dishonesty. There's, there's no doubt about it. There's been dishonesty the whole time. I mean, if you've been paying attention at all and not taken over by the cult, not turned, then yeah, you'd be like, yep, there's dishonesty all over the place. So I don't trust nothing they say. So I mean, <laughs> we ain't talking about nothing new here. But uh, I, it's good to see that we've got some other people who are uh, uh, another Surgeon General coming out and actually speaking facts. So this is going to wrap up this week's episode of Inside the Cube. I want to know what y'all think. Uh, let me know your thoughts on everything uh, as far as the NIH trying to cover their, their ass, their hind parts because they got exposed all right let's just get honest all right they have been exposed without a shadow of a doubt and, <laughs> and I, I think we got more to come on this i think there's going to be some more findings so here's a question will fauci resign i would say probably not he seems steadfast we know that uh, francis collins is, is resigning and so uh who, who else they got to put somebody's uh head on the chopping block um Somebody's head's got to go on the chopping block, so uh, will it be Eco Health Alliance? It may be, but somebody's got to go. But can, can somebody can somebody get Fauci as far as for uh, the line uh, right there under oath? I mean, we just we just want to know. We just want to know if, <laughs> if anybody's going to be held accountable. Uh, which which probably the answer to that is no. So, like I said, I hope y'all enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, let me know what y'all think about everything, and I'll catch y'all on next week's episode. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.